The Golden Globes are canceled. Puff Daddy prefers Benjamins. And Metal Gear comes to Nintendo this week on 30-2010. Welcome to the show, people. 30-2010, your weekly pop culture time machine, taking you back 30, 20, and 10 years ago. This week, we'll be talking about January 5th through the 11th in 1988, 1998 and 2008 where were you what happened when why how we're going to answer all of those questions <laughs> i'm one of your hosts chris antista uga chaka i'm matt J. and i'm diana goodman the pirate that does nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh i looked into that way too much Ooh. anyway we will talk about all that and more in just a second But as always, we start 30 2010 in 1988. Once again, it is January 5th through the 11th. Put this in perspective three minute a baby. Leonard, excuse me, Leonard Nimoy's three minute a baby is still number one at the box <laughs> still office. Still number one. And we keep saying it these are light times for media releases across the board, usually movies, TV, and music. Not a lot of releases. Nope. We found a single theatrical release for January 5th through the 11th, and that would be. A James Woods movie I've never heard of with a ungoogleable title, <laughs> uh, simply Cop, and it looks, sounds, and feels boring as shit. Dangerous man on the loose. All I care about is stopping this maniac before he kills again. Do you understand? <laughs> Come on, Dutch, you're blowing away a broad state. The least you can do is drive her home. His boss thinks he's trouble. All right, enough. Jesus Christ. It's so slow and boring. Uh, I don't even think this is on DVD, but there might be a full version of up uploaded to YouTube, which I think we have. It's the case in almost every segment. The mm-hmm. movie, the, the small movie releases are all in full on YouTube because mm-hmm. no one cares. When did um, Dutch stop being a cool dude nickname? Dutch? Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I think but it was... What does that come from? If you're, I have no idea. If your last name's Holland, I'm just thinking the Shield. <laughs> that character's last name is Holland, so everyone calls him Dutch. Uh, I'm trying to think because you said ungoogleable. Now I'm trying to think every combination of words I would use to Google this. Yeah, yeah. Cop, 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 cop movie, cop movie, cop movie. 1988. James Woods, James cop, cop movie. He's played 700,000 yeah. cops. This ain't no. It was difficult, but TV gets a little interesting, and I love that we get to talk about this. Every weekday, Nick Jr.'s got lots of singing, dancing, and new friends just for you. And now there's even more, because Nick Jr.'s taking two giant elephant steps into the weekend. This is the greatest news. Now, every Saturday and Sunday morning, while Mom and Dad are asleep, you can share stories and adventures with a little koala. The kids in Mapletown, Sharon, Lois, and Bram, even the Wow, do you enjoy Canadian and French entertainment? <laughs> and anime. And anime. Uh, anime in there. But, man, Nick Jr. debuted 30 years ago this week. So it's that- Nickelodeon for tiny babbies right yeah yes but during the day when everyone during else is the at day school or work. Uh, to alter their programming but it's like which is now like one of several channels nick has spun a programming block into its own channel it has three yeah. of those nicktoons uh noggin 
Noggin. I don't think Jazz is a thing anymore. Uh, but TV Land is Nick at, like, Nick at Night runoff. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we've talked about that a Sprout. lot. About Sprout's how fascinating that is uh, as, a, as, a, as someone who studies a lot of media stuff, that Nickelodeon has always been one of the number one rated networks. But like, they cater to children, but there's a lot of times children aren't around a TV set, so what's the point of a 24-hour station? So they started programming a, like old sitcoms for adults after 8 p.m. when all kids are asleep. But yeah, finally noticed... Kids are in school. This We're wasting some of this entertainment. However, I'm seven at this point, and I'm in school, and I can't watch Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon's not that great yet. <laughs> there's a lot of Canadian sketch shows. There's no there's, Nicktoons yet. There's, a, there's, not even, yeah, there's no Nicktoons. We're in a pre-rented Snippy world. Whatever the Tomorrow People is, I don't like. <laughs> uh, there, there's just a lot of... like. Oh my god, I cannot watch one more episode of Dennis the Menace or fucking Lassie. Yeah. So even though I'm not a preschooler and I'm seven and I'm out like, oh shit, Nickelodeon's running cartoons all during the day. So it was like an honor to stay home from school sick so I could finally get to watch mostly animation or puppets because Nickelodeon kind of wasn't that throughout the entire day. De- Dennis mm. the Menace and Lassie reruns. That's what our lives were like, kids. Yeah. Um, black That's and white. Live action. Live Dennis action, black Menace. and white. Yeah. Not the Phil Hartman, Dennis the Menace. No, no. which is fine. No, no. Um, <laughs> which, which is fine. But yeah, that what did, what did we see? Little Koalas? The Is that what it was called? Something I about Koalas? So, Little yeah. Koalas, Mapletown, Sharon Lois and Bram's Elephant Show. And I think very quickly, Maya the Bee. Maya the Bee mm-hmm. became mm-hmm. internationally famous. I forget where it's from. But mostly it's what Nickelodeon, how they made their bones. Foreign entertainment. We'll localize it. And if it's Canadian, less work. Great. Uh, here's <laughs> yeah. today's special. But, uh, but I usually knew it was... Uh, it was. I would watch this as a very young kid. And then eventually it became... Oh, it's time to go to the bus. Like, cause Nickel- I would watch like whatever Nickelodeon's really early mm-hmm. morning stuff, which was probably like spillover from TV mm-hmm. land. And then when they were like, coming up next, Face is here. I would be like, oh, now I gotta go. It's school time. Yeah, and just, but just like Maya the Bee and David the Gnome, mm-hmm. these are all international phenomenons that somehow Nickelodeon pegged as preschool entertainment i don't mm-hmm. think that's fair for both of them to be called that everybody <laughs> loves david the gnome is beloved all over the world and it's a cool show he's like a moomin yeah people love him uh but i yeah how, how about that 20 30 years ago nick jr yeah and then uh as we mentioned last week so it's another Jan- early january you guys yeah. uh on january 10th in wonderful World of disney airs part two of flight of the navigator yes, this yeah. is really good I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, remember that movie from a week ago? <laughs> well, here's how it ended. You've forgotten it. How I, long is that movie? It's ninety. It's a flat 90. Yeah. And I have to imagine, right. and I'm an expert in this film, this is the part where uh, Max scans David's head and becomes Pee Wee Herman. Because mm-hmm. he plays that down. He's just a serious alien robot. That's that late into the movie? I, I bet it's the best place to split it. Mm-hmm. And if I was a little kid and I only... T- this happened... Man, this is stupid memory. I'm sorry about talking about growing up in the 80s. Uh, I I kind of didn't like anything but the wonderful world of Disney and we tape every episode. Sometimes you'd miss the first airing of a movie and just get the second part. There are mm-hmm. multiple movies I've only seen the second part of. <laughs> and if, Flight of, if you caught the second part of Flight of the Navigator... You're in for a real fucking treat. All action and comedy and aliens and helicopters no, at that point. What I don't understand is it's January. Mm-hmm. There is nothing on. Mm-hmm. If the movie's 90 minutes, a two-hour block with commercials Ooh, should man. really not be that man. hard to come up with. Man, yeah. I, you I, should... Re- I mean, what? Oh, no, you got another rerun of something else that's boring. Yeah. Who cares? Perfect nothing else is on. Yeah. Just, I, ah, I'd totally mm-hmm. forgotten that that was a thing. That we'd split a movie over two weeks. It's, it's fucking nuts. Just, 
would be it terrible. It does even out to like it's forty five minutes. So with commercials, it's like an hour block, and mm-hmm. you know, because it's the same thing you're saying. Like you take up an hour, we take up two weeks of programming. I go, yeah. I get to go home. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I. That wasn't you disparaging Flight of the Navigator, was it? Because no, I might that, have was me, okay. that was me. That was me defending okay. Flight of the Navigator okay, because you should be allowed to watch it in its entirety. Thank you, thank you. Just, and uh, not just like forget what happened and now now you feel like you're watching a different movie because <laughs> yeah. it does change rather radically. And thanks you to whomever who sent me what. Bravo, Australia, for making a Steelbook special edition of a movie Disney won't even release itself. Uh, but I, he, who sent me that, that was amazing. A Australian Steelbook of Flight of the Navigator came out Ooh. last year, and it was wonderful. Uh, then, but that's uh, that's not the biggest alien on television. Ho-ho. ho-ho. No. Ho-ho. January 11th, an alien life form, a.k.a. an ALF, uh, aired the episode, Can I Get a Witness?, where Alf demands a fair trial because he threw a baseball through the Oachmanex Oakmanex window. Mm-hmm. Is that their neighbor? Yeah. I don't remember that name from the show. Uh, he threw it through their window, so they have a little a little trial in the living room uh, with with the parents and the kid, uh, with the uh, the mother acting as the judge, played by Anne Shadeen. Mm-hmm. And uh, they put Alf in a suit, which I think is funny. That's, a, that's adorable. adorable. Mm-hmm. But it's also like... The Muppets would make a whole new Kermit, and this is the suit Kermit, and we mm-hmm. use him when he's wearing a suit. Alf, they just made a tiny suit and put it on the puppet, <laughs> and he looks weird because, like, Alf's body isn't filled out. He doesn't have insides, so he's just, like, he looks, like, skinny and weird. Ugh. But we've got a clip here. Who's we starting now, honey? Objection! There could be no justice if I call you your honor, but the prosecution calls you honey. It doesn't matter, Alf. Perhaps a compromise. We'll call you your honey. <laughs> oh, Alf. Alf. Oh, Alf. Oh, Alf. I like that. I like that he tries to use like fairness and also maybe like sexism a little bit, like to like to be like I am being fair. You should not call her that, and then they don't care, and he just immediately drops it. <laughs> He's just going to use whatever opportunity you he know, can. No, we we lean pretty heavily on Alf. He's not around that long. No. He's got yeah. he's got about two more years where he can lean on Alf episodes in these barren TV weeks of early January. A but Radio Shack commercials to talk about. <laughs> but I'm, I am happy to report, because of the nature of uh, games and retail not being very well laid out, we get two amazing titles that come over to America. Mm-hmm. Uh, Konami starts the year with a fucking bang, a one-two punch. You get uh, not only Super Contra, the sequel to Contra, or Probotector, whatever you called it in the UK. Uh, Metal Gear finally makes it over to Whoa. America. The first Metal Gear. That's Metal Gear Liquid or Metal Gear Gaseous? Metal it's Gear. the first one. That's none of that. It's, <laughs> it's got no subtitle whatsoever. I know, it's, but it's not solid, so it's Metal Gear Plasmid. Yeah, but it's 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 <laughs> it's bizarre when I when I played. It's a great game. It's a really yeah. good game, and there's it's, it oddly like holds up. Like and, it's still you can still play. Yeah, it. totally. They made a Game Boy Color game that was just the original Metal yeah, Gear because it's still game. a workable isometric puzzle. There's not a lot of shooting or uh, not 90 minute cutscenes, but <laughs> hey, maybe that's not your bag anyway. But like, uh, it was a PC it, game in Japan, and it came to the yeah. the NES here. Yes, uh, the NES here, and, and we feel asleep when we play it. I love looking up these old commercials, so I encourage you to go out there and look up the Famicom commercial for Metal Gear because it's just a Japanese guy doing Martin Sheen's moments in Apocalypse Now, because they don't seem to have any idea how to market it. Yes, covering himself in mud and rising up out of the water, which is not something that happens in Metal Gear. Uh, but but that's crazy. That that's It's the birthday of Metal Gear, one of the biggest game franchises of all time. 
Uh, Contra, not so much. Its its status has fallen, but the original two are astonishingly great games. And if even though the series is kind of dead, it has gone on to inform many other games, including one of the games we called our game of the year that even Diane has heard of, Cuphead. Yep. Cuphead is a very fun Contra-like game uh, with big-ass bosses and different patterns and really, really neat. You and I played the Super Nintendo one for five minutes on That's the stream true. recently. That's true. When the Super Nintendo Classic came out. But Contra has a one Super Contra has a wonderful commercial. I don't remember the name of the alien boss... But he is the star of our commercial, and he's walking you around his house, showing you the heads he's collected of the children he's killed oh in my the game. God. Uh, it, definitely make sure to look this up, because I'm not sure how it'll play in audio, because it's, it's all in one channel at, the, at this point. Greetings, it is I, Red Falcon, the vile alien warlord from Konami Super C for Nintendo. He never made it past my intergalactic goon squad and diabolic arsenal of destruction. This one never had a chance against my vicious genetic space freaks. And they were no match for my invincible 8-level invasion. See how far you can get in Super C. You never know where you might end up. <laughs> pretty good that, uh, like, the, the eyebrows moved and yeah. everything yeah the uh, cute ass puppet and the kids are alive yeah. even though the, their think, heads are hung on the wall I feel like they had to do that very intentionally of like you can't yeah. have dead Show corpse children but if you need more proof that those characters the human characters and Contras are boring ripoffs <laughs> they didn't even have faith in them being able to sell Contra a game everybody already loved Jimmy they, and Bimmy Jimmy and Bimmy I don't even remember the fucking <laughs> names off the top I of my head uh, but Super C is a great great game and Finally, we have some... That, uh, look, fine, good stuff. This is one of the shortest shows ever. Yeah. We got ahead in 1998. Before you do that, of course, I have to remind you that Faith by George Michael is number one. Still. Still, but we have yep. new releases by L.A. Guns, their self-titled debut. Yep. Uh, but on the charts is Cherry Bomb by John yeah. Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah, L.A. Guns, I ended up going down kind of a rabbit hole there, too, mm-hmm. because... Uh, a lot. I mean, L- L.A. Guns is one of the feeder groups into Guns and Roses. Huh. See, there was Hollywood Roses and L.A. Guns, and some members from both formed Guns and so Roses. Guns and Roses was started as a super group. Kinda, huh. I yeah. yeah I but so I was like trying to figure out, okay, who was still in L.A. Guns at this time, releasing a debut after Guns and Roses has wow. released their debut. Uh, and it was it was kind of confusing because some members like kind of go back and forth and this guy gets fired and he's replaced by this other guy who was in this band and then he was in L.A. Guns for 10 minutes. Heroin, heroin, heroin. Aquanet. And then they so. keep splitting off until eventually they've they've degraded enough that they somehow made Velvet Revolver. Yeah. yeah and it's, they, it's somehow they all work for Buckethead. Yeah, Velvet Revolver is like the Justice League Europe <laughs> of L.A. Guns. Yeah, um, so I've, I've here seen... an opening. I've seen people <laughs> complaining that it's like the L.A. Guns that actually got to release an album is not like the real L.A. Guns that was important. Mm. Or maybe it was. I don't know. I haven't heard enough of it. Wow, that means there's probably no real recording of what the original formation even sounded I, like. I don't know what there is, man. I Probably some bootlegs somewhere. But we do have uh, Cherry Bomb by John Kruger Mellencamp on the charts this week, so we will go out with that as we head into 1998, January 5th through the 11th. Please don't go away. Uh-huh, yeah. It's all about the Benjamins, baby.
y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, shot callers, Coming in with Puff Daddy featuring he's dead, the notorious B.I.G. at this point, right? Uh, Biggie's gone, but the locks and Lil' Kim still with us. Uh, and, and all about the Benjamins entering the charts this week. And I think it's weird. one of the weird cases where this is not the first, this is not the only time this will enter the charts. Because yeah. they did another version with the like the Foo Fighters. It's all about the Pentiums. Uh, no, yeah. it, it's just a it's a rock <laughs> remix. I know all about the Pentiums. That huh. that shit is great. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that's Puff Daddy keeping the streak alive, uh, riding riding the death of his friend into more music and money. Success. Yeah, this is what <laughs> like the third or fourth song uh, Puff Daddy with some B.I.G. that yeah. we've had since Biggie died. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Keeps and, going, but it's not number one because guess what is. And it seemed it's candle in the wind. I'm not gonna sing. Uh, it's still number still. one. But oh, the end is in sight, though. I doing some prep. I saw mm. when is it going to be gone? When will it be knocked off? And who will do it? <gasps> Ooh, I'm not gonna spoiler. tell. Yeah. Don't look it up, people. No cheating. Pencils yeah. down. We're, <laughs> just but wait for us to tell you. It's it's coming though. Uh, and and that is so great. There's some now. We have two things to look forward to. Candle of the Wind getting its getting its ass kicked. Yep. And Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Let's hope there's more 1998 milestones. Oh, there's a bunch of stuff in 1998. One one of my favorite comedies of all time. We're gonna get to this Ooh. year. That's not Roger Rabbit. That's a good Ooh, team. I'm excited. <laughs> That's a good team. Yep. And it's coming to kill us. Wait, I know what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. No don't guesses. Need, don't spoil it. Don't no. Google it, people. Uh, but new releases. A uh, 100 year thing by Chris Stills and the Great Expectation soundtrack. Was yeah. that? A, <laughs> how does it have a soundtrack and no movie? We haven't mentioned it's the coming. movie. Okay. It's so, coming. Here's an interesting piece of news hmm? it's almost shocking to believe it's 20 years old or that we live through a world before that mm-hmm. uh, and I'd love to hear what you listeners think 302010.net leave a comment it is the 20 year anniversary of California's smoking ban from all bars and restaurants wow uh, and I I def, I do I barely remember life before it but I mm-hmm. definitely I love going back to the mall that's still in Tallahassee, Florida and it's two stories there's a rail in the second floor, so you can see down to the first. And that thing, those rails had a trough mall-wide of just ashtrays. So you Whoa. could just smoke throughout the mall and dump your cigarette, like, thoughtlessly throw it <laughs> anywhere. Because mm. you could smoke in the mall that much. Does that seem baffling to you, Matt, since you're a little younger? Yes. Uh, it took Jersey a little bit longer. Well, we... it's California, and I didn't look it up, but... Come on, they were first. They're always yeah. first. They're always first in that. So it took yeah. us a little bit longer. Not much longer. It was mm-hmm. in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then eventually it kind of rolled out with mm-hmm. like d- each each kind of business banded at certain times. But um, I vaguely remember Friendly's having a smoking section. That's yeah. that's my main because none of, none of my family really except for my mom. Uh, I'm like proud my dad had a cigarette smoke. on a plane once <laughs> wow. once because I was old enough to do it. And it, I'm in I'm the smoking so section. I, this is a tube. Yeah. There's no section. Recycled air. Yes. Uh, I'm so yeah. glad I never had to experience that. I, 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 I think there was still a smoking section when I worked at the Florida McDonald's. But uh, it, wow. I can't imagine life with it. And I'm talking from the perspective of a multi-decade smoker. Like, I was a smoker at this time. And we kicked and screamed and pouted and were mm-hmm. so mad. And I go back home and there's like one bar that still allows smoking. Because I think the rule in Florida is if you serve food, no smoking. Period. Mm. If people are in there to drink poison exclusively, smoking is fine. Uh, that's up to you, um, but it, and it's like I can't handle it. I can't fucking handle it. Or as Nathan mm. Few taught us, if there's a show happening, <laughs> yeah, it, I, I can't. I just can't handle secondhand smoke. And I, 
Yeah. It's the worst. It's the it worst just, thing. Oh man. I mean, life is yeah. full of regrets, but like, man, I did this to everyone everywhere I went for two, like almost two decades. You, you, you still do. Uh, well, this is not smoke. <laughs> it's vapor. Do you think that we'll ever see the reverse happen with vape? Do you think that vape will become acceptable in businesses? No, I, I don't I, think so. I think it'll. Well, it, the last business I worked at, totally fine. There was no rule against it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, uh, there there are reasons for that. Anyway, but well, the, you can't walk around Target and vape. Yeah, right? I, I do. <laughs> oh, you do. I, I do. There's, there's technically no rule. It's not. Te- it's not really fair to lump it in with smoking because it's yeah, not. Yeah, I, I, I agree don't with think, that. I don't think it's fair to ban it in bars, especially. Yeah, it's it, like why not? I mean, compared to smoking and just the con, like it, you know, you take one one drag and puff, and I smell <laughs> peaches, and that's it. It's not like you know the constantly burning cigarette of five minutes yeah, straight of this you, thing slowly filling everything up with blue smoke that clings to your hair and clings to your skin. And um, you should. Oh man, he's just coming home from a bar. Yeah, exactly. And the next day, waking up, and being like, "What the fuck yeah, is I that smell?" I wasn't gonna wash these jeans yet. Holy shit, this stinks. Yeah. Uh, and it's so weird because I was part of that. And I, look, I'm not that committed to vaping it's not cool and everybody makes fun of me I, like people yep. make fun of me when i'm doing it walking down the street we vaping strangers bro. yeah like from cars and shit what yeah you nah. sucks you vaping bro uh it's not cool uh, but it's but i know the only reason i'd recommend it great way to quit smoking it, like i never it's the only time i i didn't really try and quit that many times but it's the only time i never thought about a cigarette ever, ever again ever oh. again after vapor never missed it don't miss it now and just kind of like uppers and nicotine and caffeine. Uh, but if it, the people who complain about it, uh, if there's one health hazard to secondhand vapor, I'll acquiesce. You're right. Never do it again. Until then, I smell your fucking coffee. I smell your fucking perfumes. And as someone who tries not to own a car and ride a bike, I smell your fucking exhaust. And you can't ban smells just because you don't like them. And all this is is a smell, yep. not toxins or carcinogens. It's not a cigarette. Do not... Unless you find, unless you know something I don't, it is not harmful to you, and you're just smelling a scent. Yeah. So yes, shut up, everyone. I know, I know. Everybody makes fun of vaping. And yeah, I yeah. guess rightly so. There's a lot of professional, semi-professional vapors out there that make it look like it's not a hobby. <laughs> it's not my hobby. It's like saying eating pizza is my hobby. <laughs> yeah, every now and then I'm a little bit nostalgic for mm-hmm. for smoking in bars, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you're in a good dark dive bar. It just feels right. But I do not miss smoking in restaurants. No, at not all. at all. Not at all. Even in like a late night diner. Yeah. It's still like, I'm trying to fucking eat. Yeah. It's yeah. it's awful. It's awful and overpowering. And I cannot believe how much I did that to everyone around me. It makes mm. me feel, I have a ton of regrets. It's like, that was just one I wasn't aware of until I went to like some Mississippi Waffle, waffle House that still <laughs> happens waffle to it. It's not, there, there. I'm pretty sure there's a couple states left that have no such laws. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But California, I'm betting their first because when I'm going down to LA, it's like it's not like smoking is banned inside. They have a, they have a, they have a definitive distance you need to way, be away from a building, and there's yep. signs everywhere about yep. it. You gotta be twenty feet. There's yeah. there's a street over in the East Bay, not in Berkeley, surprisingly, but next to Berkeley, where smoking is banned on the entire street. Wow! And there's signs mm. up everywhere: no smoking on San Pablo Avenue. That's actually how Japan is works. Kind of annoying though, because like you're just pushing people into some guy's neighborhood, and he's mm. just gonna leave all his butts in front of the guy's <laughs> house. <laughs> butts. But I miss anyway. butts. And can you tell we're stalling? <laughs> like uh, there's one movie and it sucks um yeah. howie long's stop telling howie long he can act 90s howie long's firestorm four years ago a man named randall earl shay stole 37 million dollars and left 17 men and women buried alive 
six hours ago, <laughs> he disappeared from the state penitentiary with a team of five deadly felons. At this second, somewhere in the Wyoming wilderness, the storm is about to hit. And I played more of that because this is the only movie we have to talk about. And you farted in the middle of that sentence. I did not <laughs> fart. It was, I was just moving my butt. I, uh, I referenced this on a podcast recently where when Howie Long tried to act do you remember Wizard Magazine yeah. like mm-hmm. fan casting mm-hmm. things they would always put Howie Long in everything they See, he was in... a sportscaster right yeah I, I, I didn't know this player. I didn't I think it was know from this the, was it Sprint commercials or Verizon mm-hmm. they, they wanted yeah. him to play Venom they wanted him to play Superman they like they kept putting Howie Long in things but a good looking dude yeah. He, can, yeah he can act and shit he's got a he big was, jaw I saw this movie he's fine in this dumb movie Everybody's fine in this dumb so, movie. So, are the super criminals starting a fire to cover their escape? Yes, because they uh, uh, to cover their escape, and I think they've hidden some of their some of the bounty in the woods. And he he's a it's a it's a movie where the hero's a five fighter. That's mm-hmm. not a response to nine eleven. How about that? Hey. How about that? Um, so is he a is he a good guy or a bad guy? How we long? Yeah, he's the he's a hero. Okay, he's the hero. Why is he helping those guys out? He's not helping them out. I, so I got confused by that trailer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I didn't like he hear how he long. He has talk, a wig and like, a big mustache. I don't remember what how we long sounds like. Uh, but mm. Firestorm, it's sadly our lock of the week. You got to watch it. It's the only yep. one around. Uh, I only liked when he and Jamie Lee Curtis would send would sell me pre iPhone cell phones. That's what was I that. Oh, was that him? Yeah. Okay. Terry Hatcher. Oh, Terry Hatcher. Yes. Mystifying. Oh, sorry, Fucking Terry Hatcher. Mystifying. But TV is a little more notable this week. Thank goodness. New episodes Yay. are coming out and airing mm. now. Speaking, um, as we have recently, about internet memes. The mm-hmm. earliest internet memes. January 5th, the Ally McBeal Dancing Baby episode airs. Now, there's great there's great Let notable episodes of some fantastic shows on January 6th. You should probably intro this. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode of Friends, the one with Phoebe's uterus, mm-hmm. uh, which is where Phoebe is going to... She's going to have the eggs and the sperm of her brother, uh, played by... Her brother has eggs? Her, bro- yeah. her, her I was going to finish it. Uh, her brother, Giovanni Ribisi, and his wife, uh, who is the woman who played Kitty on that 70s show, they were going to use Phoebe as, as uh, their surrogate to have their child. Mm-hmm. Ends up being triplets. And ends up being like a whole huge thing that runs so throughout the show. Phoebe does give birth on the show Friends. Yes. Phoebe... Baby which- she doesn't keep. Uh, no, she at one point, uh, anytime there's Oh, a, let me keep one. Yes, she tries to keep one. They won't let her. Because uh, she, and then she ends up, you know, deciding, like, I don't have the, I shouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. Was this to cover Lisa Kudrow being pregnant in real life? Probably. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So. Uh, but she eventually Which gives birth to triplets. Which is a fine way to do it. You know, mm-hmm. make it a plot thing. But there's a, uh, there's a very funny scene uh, here where they're talk just uh, a couple of the core members are just talking about sex and reproduction and things like that. And Monica, pre-Monica and Chandler, because this is, again, as you remember from earlier, Chandler's still dating Joey's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monica is trying to explain to Chandler where the women erogenous zones are. <laughs> and he's just very surprised by a few of them. On a network TV show in 1998. Okay, let's see how this goes. Now, everybody knows the basic erogenous zones. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. There are seven. Let me see that. Oh, yeah. That's one? <laughs> kind of an important one. Oh, you know, you know what? I was looking at it upside down. Cute. Cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, that and um and I gotta rattle this off. Talking Simpsons fans, we'll never get to this episode. 
What I, one of my favorites, I can't believe, I cannot call this a Latter-day episode anymore. Nope. <laughs> of The Simpsons, holy shit. 20 years. We're still in years ago, uh, but it's Bart Carney, and if you're a fan of Laser Time 30, 2010 you I need you to be able to guess this voice. Guess the guest voice actor immediately. If you're not, I'm going to have to ask you to leave the show. <laughs> you certainly have a nice house here, ma'am. <laughs> it must have taken you years to win all this stuff. Let me get you a coaster for those feet. Hmm? Hey, check this out. I can unhinge all my joints at once. <laughs> <laughs> Doing anything tonight, blue eyes? Ew. How long are those roustabouts going to be staying here? Oh, it won't be long. Once their resume gets out, they'll have all kinds of offers. The older one can pull out its left eye. Uh, yeah, Bart Carney. Carnies! I love Carnies. Like the last remnants of a uh, previous century. Mm-hmm. Like the like working class vaudevillians going from town to town and... Yep. Voice, uh, the guest voice is the one and only Jim Varney. Yeah, and one of the, kind of one of the last things he would do. Was he on Roseanne yet? I don't know how when how that overlap comes. It's, it's in the last season of that show too. But mm. if it happened in the last season of the show, it might not have really happened at all. So it doesn't oh, matter. Oh. It's it's a Star Wars Legends now, mm-hmm. not canon, not canon. <laughs> yeah, and we don't even know that because they're uncanoning that for the new Roseanne show. Man, yep. Dance yeah, that's con- that's confusing. Mm-hmm. How far back do they have to uncanon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the last season. Roseanne just never went la- Rambo on a train. The last season plus like the last episode, or are they just gonna go? I mean, the last episode of the previous season. So does Dan not have a heart attack? Just have him be a ghost, the fucking puberty monster, the Joker in Arkham Knight. <laughs> He's always hovering around Roseanne. Will and Grace yeah. made it a uh, the last episode was a drug induced hallucination that Karen. Oh, had. they because they did yeah. fully redact their. Yeah, oh, they, they straight up in the premiere of this season say, like, none of that stuff happens. And they, she specifically, she's like, didn't didn't you guys, like, have kids and your kids met and got married? And they're like, show's what not, are you talking about? We can't do anything funny if we have kids on this show. Yeah, the, this, <laughs> that show, that wouldn't work. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, also in other notable news, uh, the console debut of Capcom's Marvel versus, uh, Cap, I think Marvel versus Capcom, I believe. It's confusing. Uh, the console debut of Marvel vs. Capcom, I believe. Capcom had developed a relationship with uh, Marvel with the X-Men vs. Street Fighter series. It's Some people forget that was the how this franchise started. Uh, and then eventually kept growing into other Marvel characters and then other Capcom characters until it became Marvel vs. Capcom. And that came to fruition January of 1998 in some fashion in a difficult-to-explain rollout either on arcades or consoles. But Marvel vs. Capcom, super cool. Some of my favorite sprite work in the entire fucking universe. But that is it. That is it for notable releases in 1998, January 5th through the 11th. But we will go out with a Boys to Men song. Oh, Diana does have a type. Song, a song from Mama. We will see you in 2008, January 5th through the 11th. Keep it inside You're the driving force in my life There isn't anything or anyone that I could be Mr. Mrs. Internet and all the ships at sea, it's time for Diana's Classic Corner. We look even further back in time to see if there's anything worth a watching. 
And for the week of January 5th through January 11th, uh, yeah, there are, but uh, I'm also kind of cheating. Anyway, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, 75 years ago this week, 1943, um, January 7th, uh, Nikola Tesla passed away, uh, the internet's favorite kind of crazy nerd person. And uh, gosh, a couple days before uh, John Washington, a uh, couple days before George Washington Carver passed away, um, he invented peanut butter, and so he is my lifelong hero. Um, just it's like one of my food groups uh, anyway uh also that week uh, star spangled rhythm came out which uh yeah there's a war on so obviously there's gonna be stuff there's also hitler's children which is um better than it sounds <laughs> actually as a uh, you know drama about crazy shit going on in germany and it's during the war so obviously things are going to be embellished and then after the war they realize oh shit that wasn't embellishing but uh, that's not what I'm going to recommend this week. What I'm definitely going to recommend is 50 years ago this week, uh, January 5th, 1968, was the release of Billion Dollar Brain, starring Michael Caine. I was really hopeful that Kingsman the Golden Circle was going to reference Billion Dollar Brain. Uh, it is the last of the Michael Caine, Harry Palmer spy movies, um, and it's kind of berserk because he goes up against a kind of cult made up of cowboys led by Ed Begley Sr. And they've got a supercomputer that they think is going to help them uh, destroy communism. And it gets really weird because it's directed by Ken Russell before he went full crazy. And uh, I was really hoping when I saw the trailers for uh, Kingsman Golden Circle, I saw, oh gosh, there's cowboys in it. I thought, oh, please go, please go full billion dollar brain crazy. But sadly, they don't. Um, but it's actually a lot of fun. It's not, you know, a great, great film uh, work of amazing cinema, but it's incredibly watchable, incredibly strange in its Cold War Britishness, but also weird cowboy cult things. It, just, it sounds it sounds bizarre and it's hard for me to explain, but uh, I really like it. So Billion Dollar Brain, uh, that's my recommendation for this week. Stay classic. Coming in with Low by Flo Rida, which was supposed to be my rap name. God damn it. Uh, featuring T-Pain. It is number one on the charts this week, and it is in good company. New releases by Good Thing Going by Rhonda Vincent, and Some People Have Real Problems by Sia. That's a great title for an album. Yeah. <laughs> Sia's been around that um, long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh. like Sia's fourth album, too. Oh, man. She- She's been there. Yeah. Oh, man. Been I don't around. know this stuff. I don't either. Dude. Oh, shut up, baby. <laughs> I didn't hear her. Like, I was like, man, that song at the on the finale of Six Feet Under was awesome. And I didn't think about Sia again for over a decade. And then she was on SNL. What? <laughs> uh, in other news. And that news pertaining to January 5th through the 11th in 2008. That is where we are now. Those are the music charts we just mentioned. Some A, a bit of odd news. And it's going to color, I guess, most entertainment news during this period in 08. Uh yeah. I believe the Golden Globes are canceled canceled due to the writer's strike, uh, and the winners are announced like literally unceremoniously yeah. at a press conference. Just, here, here's everyone. Wow. Here's the winners, everybody. Here's that a is, list. There's never been more. A couple more. Was it March? The strike goes till. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like uh, but it, but the February, ripples of the strike continue into movies released the next year that 
didn't have the right. Oh yeah, to... we'll talk about. Uh, I think we already mentioned on here one of the most mm-hmm. underrated James Bond movies mm-hmm. uh, was very affected by this. Mm. But yeah, the Golden Globes, which is uh, I, I hate less now. Well, the monologues better. We get they're that... more fun to watch. Yes, it's... but the who wins is always bullshit. Yeah, the Hollywood Foreign Press is is a kind of a fake entity. Get out! It's not much. a comedy. <laughs> like, fuck you guys. No. But it's we know it's that it's not the, as funny as The Martian. It's the show where all the celebrities get drunk. Like, yes, that's cool that's what I like watch. about it. Yeah, that's or fun. insult one another. It's fun to watch these people who like and I. Eat the rich. I'm not saying don't eat the rich, but like it's fun to watch celebrities be like, get hammered on TV and be like, fuck Hollywood, it sucks. Like that's funny. Be chummy. Uh, but yeah. there's some movies. There's some movies out. Bucket list is a. Uh, it took a couple weeks, but it hits number one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Finally, I was out what two weeks ago, and yeah. it finally National Treasure two finally goes away, and I oh. guess Bucket List either has word of mouth or people just are bored and they just. I don't know. Yeah, just go see it. I you're, guess. I guess. I guess it's work. something like the whole family question mark can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just there are so many like all the prestige movies. People are out going and see. You know, there will be blood, but that's never going to make number one. That doesn't have. <laughs> you know, you can't take all the grandma and the kids to go see that. People so. see those when they come back during the Oscar thing. Yeah, like they get nominated and then they put them back in theaters for like mm-hmm. two weeks. Uh, but yeah, but there's some other movies out. I'd never heard of this movie, but it looks fucking funny. Uh, First Sunday? Every time these two best friends try to make a buck. Woo! What is this, man? Pimp my wheelchair? They ended up busted. I ain't going to jail. Watch out! I've decided to forego any possibility of a jail sentence hey. under the condition that you perform community service. I love no my community. Five thousand hours. Five thousand hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's five. a hard cut in there. Uh, and five thousand hours of community service. Yeah. Holy! I want to watch this movie. Tracy Morgan and Cube. Yeah, together. Yeah. Keith motherfucking David. Judge. Yeah. Judge Keith Keith David. Judge David. I ain't nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. Oh my god, I want to watch that show. Mm. I mean, we we've kind of lost all the judge shows we have for like Judge mm. Judy and maybe Divorce Court still going. Could Judge Keith David be a show? Please? Man, yeah, I'd watch that. Love Keith David, but fuck, looks funny. Um, and wow, what if I, this this might be my favorite title of a movie <laughs> of all time? Uh, the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything. Veggie Tales, the pirates who don't do anything. What kind of a crazy movie am I in? We don't do anything! <sighs> well, it's funny you should ask. Uh, poorly animated shrimp? What was that, an onion? Some kind. It's got to be a veggie, right? An onion. Uh, veggie with a, a vegetable with a mustache. This is Veggie Tales pirates that don't do anything. And from what I understand, and I poked around as much as I'm going to, this Veggie Tales is a Christian production yes yeah but this is this is their fantasy personas that get to be in a movie huh so sort of like if there was a quail man movie uh for doug i okay. wish i or a more current reference yeah. uh, but, phineas and ferb yeah it, i guess i have to take but even that's 10 years old now jeez uh, but but yeah and it has the distinction of being universal studios first cg animated movie released under its under its banner even though it was independently owned by veggie tales which is this just this monster merchandising machine in uh christian retailers it was huge in the south i don't know if from where you you were from did you see a bunch of kids with veggie tales stuff yeah yeah it was big in jersey around yeah in the 2000s i uh and it's been it's been acquired by so many companies it's finally back at universal so this is only now officially a universal movie having to have they've have they purchased it from dreamworks or no they purchased dreamworks outright so Mm. they 
Universal does own Veggie Veggie Tales as a property, but it was this ruggedly independent little Christian franchise. I I, I put on a couple while babysitting and kind of zoned out. It wasn't terrible. Veggie Tales aren't terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just dumb kids. I'm a big fan of Mac and Me, so I've I've been brainwashed by some of the, <laughs> the Christian propaganda before. Um, Is but, Mac and Me a Christian thing? I thought it was just a McDonald's thing. Oh, what was I? McGee and me. Excuse uh, me. Uh, McGee and me. Oh, man. I was. I, I would love to learn that Mac and me is Christian propaganda. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Sorry. It was McGee and me. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, but yeah, that movie, it, it did pretty well. I remember mm-hmm. a long time ago, I ranked um, animated movies based on TV shows. And judging by Rotten Tomato scores, I think it distilled even Metacritic scores. VeggieTales is in the top 10. Isn't Diane on that mm-hmm. episode? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yes, it may not be. The, uh, this is the second Veggie Tales movie, though. But uh, just Jesus Christ, how astonishing is that this little Christian product most of us have never heard of gets a, its own Universal movie? Yeah. Uh, and it, the Man. title is so awesome. I, it yeah. is a really cute title. Yeah. Just it's one of these products, though, that it's like uh, Christian entertainment has gotten so savvy that it sometimes it'll take you a minute to figure out what you're watching. Like it's one of those things if you like spin the radio dial and you like hear like. Yeah, it seems like a generic enough rock song. It's, it's pretty pleasant. And, you know, and I love you and you're in my heart and you died for me because I love Jesus. And you're like, oh, shit, they tricked me again. And oh, then man. Larry the Cucumber gets nailed to a cutting board. Oh, <laughs> goodbye Sunday mornings forever. One yeah. episode of Veggie Tales, and I'm a devout Christian. Yeah, you're just watching this like, oh, look, at oh, they're learning about sharing and caring. And hmm. wait, what are they talking about now? <laughs> I get this confused with Wait, the Ardman pirate God movie. God have to do with it? Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. It's called it's Pirates. Called Pirates and then right? a, it's 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 since it's gotten a uh, a title truncation. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. three billboards where it's like pirates subtitle, but now it's just pirates. But gotta, also, no one talks about it. I'll yeah. say we're recording this before the break, so I had to do quick research here. I'm happy to be wrong about Veggie Tales, and I want you to feel free to point it out to me, preferably 302010.net underneath this episode. Let me know what we got wrong because Veggie Tales. At this point, uh, I'm kind of fascinated by any animated property not owned by Disney. Um, what are left? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> what are left? Um, but yeah, uh, that is it for the movies, though. TV, TV. in 2008. Uh, the debut on ABC of the Kashmir Mafia, mm. which is... Uh, it only went for one season of seven episodes. Oh. Lucy Liu has been trying to make TV work again for a long time, and I'm mm-hmm. glad she finally found a project that she likes and that's very successful. <laughs> I've, never, yeah. I don't, I've never seen a frame of elementary... I cannot uh, believe yeah, it's but so it's, popular. It's huge. I it's know, a popular I know. show, and she's apparently fantastic on it, which I believe because I love Lucy. She's Watson, Lee. right? Uh, yes, yeah, she yeah. is. The, she's the Lady Watson, and uh, Frances O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Diana, who's that? That name sounds familiar. Was she? I want to say she's the mom in AI. Ooh, that sounds about right. Okay, I think uh, Miranda Otto, Bonnie Somerville, who's also a name that sounds familiar, and this is the this is the follow up show from the creator of Sex in the City. Which only ended, what, a couple years earlier? Is that like 04, 03? I can't tell if it's really over. It's, I think there's remember. a movie yeah. coming out. It's probably another, probably a third movie. Yep. Um, but it's it's going to sound very similar because uh, the the sub, the uh, thing is four ambitious women who have been friends since business school use their close-knit relationships as a support line as they try and crack the male-dominated glass ceiling of the corporate world. Wow. That, looked, so, that sounded so built to last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what is it? Um is it Miranda or Samantha? Who's the redheaded mm-hmm. one? So everyone's her. Right. They Miranda. they we've gone from deciding if we're a Miranda or a Samantha or something, and we're we're just all Mirandas. Mm-hmm. I'm a Lucy Lou. From the creator oh, of Sex in the City, the show you've been longing for. Not really. Not really. No, but I mean, I I, I watch Sex in the City. I oh no, Sex in the City great. It's fine. Yeah. It's a good I, comedy. Uh, the creator should have a follow. I don't know if they've done anything else since then. Didn't he work on the the, the comeback? 
Uh, the comeback I love. Is Lisa that from Kudrow. the creator of Sex and the City? Yeah, I think so. Oh my god, that show is amazing. Yeah. I think so. It's uh, if I could be wrong again, fast and loose, baby. We're recording this before the holidays. How you doing? <laughs> Thanks for making it this long. Uh, another thing I poorly researched: mm-hmm. uh, the episode of Smallville uh, that aired this week is Laura. Mm-hmm. Does anybody? And I have not seen Smallville, and I will never watch that much Superman Origins in my life. I love Superman. But the name was immediately special to me, so I'm like, what's happening here? I couldn't nail down whether it's exactly the debut of Laura, and Laura is Ka- Laura L., Kal-El's birth mother, mm-hmm. who oh. we get to see. And to make it a little more of a treat to people who love old Superman stuff, it's she's played by Helen Slater, Yay. who played who's the original cinematic Super, Supergirl, Supergirl, and I think in the show Supergirl now as Supergirl's as Kara's mom. I can't... I'm not sure about that, but I'm pretty sure she, Helen Slater has a role on the new Supergirl show. Smallville, yeah. so you could have done amazing research on yeah. this and still been confused because Smallville yeah. would do this crap all the time where they introduce a character who we should not know yet because he's not Superman yet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they also almost always are like, and maybe it's not them. And it's like, is it them or not? Is that really <laughs> Supergirl? Like, Kara could have been a crazy lady from another planet, mm-hmm. or she could have been from Krypton, or she could have not really been his cousin. Like, they they did that crap all the time. And this is this is at the point where I had stopped watching the show for quite a while, but they would always do so. They, this show is all stunts for the last couple seasons to mm. get people like me to come back and watch it, including this. <laughs> this is like their. Batman's here, look. Exactly. Well, yeah, they had. He well, goes that, on a play date with Bruce Wayne. He's not that young, right? It was yeah. Adam Knight, was Adam there. Knight. They weren't allowed to use Batman, so they made uh, up Adam Knight, oh which is God. Adam West and Dark Knight put together. Oh my God. <laughs> He's basically Bruce Wayne. You could you could watch that show and be like, hey, Bruce Wayne's using a fake name as a young man, right? Because uh, he's this like rich guy who like is exploring the world. So they, they would keep doing that crap where eventually they're like, okay, who can we introduce S from the comics? His mom? Like, Bizarro's <laughs> been there. Darkseid's been there. Doomsday's been there. Uh, Mr. Mixes Pitlick has been... Like, like every... The Flash, uh, Green Arrow, so many characters, they've just been throwing at us. They did the JSA, I believe, already by this point. And Jeff Johns, I think, wrote that episode. Smallville is a crazy show. It's mostly really bad. But <laughs> chunks of it are interesting, except it never... When they tried to make comic fans happy, mm-hmm. it got worse. When it was Dawson's yeah. Creek buddy Superman, it was way better. And, like, that yeah. was a fine, you know, it's just Monster of the Week. Every week he learned how to use a new power. The first couple seasons of that show are interesting and silly. But then when they're like, no, there's a deeper J.J. Uh, Abrams story to it. It's like, no, this this is boring and dumb. And you keep going back on all the decisions you make. I, I think if you ask the showrunners now what the most shocking thing was about the series of Smallville is that it worked and it lasted so long. It was a, it was eleven seasons. Yeah, I think, there were a, there were a billion and one attempts oh to do God. weird DC shows. It went 10, 10 20 episode seasons. That's why I'm seasons, not going to yeah. revisit it. Uh, but but yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they didn't think this premise could sustain itself for a decade and mm-hmm. did anyway. By the time the last episode airs, mm-hmm. he lives in Metropolis. He works for the Daily Planet. Mm-hmm. Lois is there. Perry's there. Jimmy's there. Everything about him being Superman is there, except him being Superman, including every other superhero has been introduced. So Superman's the last superhero to be introduced in the DC universe. It, sounds, in this show. it just sounds so painful. I, and I know it has great fans. I'm not trying to bash the show because a ton of my friends. I was love a the big show. fan of it for a long time. Uh, it just seems excruciating to have to go back and there, you could have read so many comics in that mm-hmm. time period. <laughs> have I have hundreds of hours back. Um, but uh, the real meat of this week's TV special <laughs> is uh, on. January 6th, Snoop Dogg's Fatherhood uh, continues to air. I think it premiered a week or two ago. What is this? But I needed to include this. We don't have a clip because I already am not crazy about reality shows. This is the most boring show I've ever tried to watch. Because it's Snoop Dogg's family who all 
are exactly him. They all they all like they talk like him. They have the they are all as excited about everything as he is. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm hanging out with my son here today." And then his son's like, "I'm hanging out with my dad here today." And his wife's like, "I'm hanging out with my husband here today." <laughs> like and it's just so boring. And like one of the episodes I was trying to watch where uh some it was the most manufactured bullcrap where a mm. guy Snoop Dogg sleeping in one of his dressing rooms like on tour or something and a guy's trying to get in there and his bodyguards are keeping the guy from getting in there and it's the most like backstage WCW like stopping a guy from pretending to run into like community theater holding yeah. a guy back thing it's so terrible but it went for two seasons with a total of 18 episodes in a pre-Kardashians world yes it's an e-show oddly enough uh, and this episode was called for schnitzel for schnitzel and I, I don't know it. why I get it <laughs> that sounds yeah that's great <laughs> yeah I've had sitcom laughter up here the whole time what of it <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Give me a fart, just one fart. You want one one fart for you? Ooh, yeah. you burn as much time as you want because this is the shortest episode of all time. That's we're games. done. We got games, <laughs> but uh, I don't know how long we want to talk about them. Actually, that's this one's pretty notable. Oh, I can talk about this game. Sonic Rider Zero Gravity Not hit some one. platforms we don't care about, and uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, hit hey. PS2, Wii, and PSP. Yeah. Man, do you, you like the show Harvey Birdman? Yeah, I love the show. Harvey do you Birdman. know what game series I'm pretty sure I th- know you like? Ace Attorney. Ace Attorney. Yeah. What happens if you combine them? I somehow, you end up with a game I somehow haven't played, but I'm pretty sure I have. <laughs> it's a it's biz- good. And it's bizarre because it's made by Capcom, so mm-hmm. there are Capcom characters in it. Guile's in it. Meaning you'll never see this again. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. You'll never get those two companies to agree on what little money this could make. So if you see a copy in the wild, you snatch that shit up. It may be available digitally on PSP. No shit. Yeah, that's totally possible. Be. So you could, you could possibly play it on, yeah, your on your old PSP. On your old PSP. On your Vita or your PSP. But, uh, you it, don't have either of those and I'm anymore. And dis- I'm pissed I haven't played it either. You haven't played it? No. Dude, it's good. It's totally passable. We should, we, hey, look, we have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash lasertime, the network's namesake, and we stream a ton of games that we talk about on these. And guess what? I have like 70 copies of this game. <laughs> <laughs> There's one major flaw with it, mm. which I think you can guess. What? It's not HD? Uh, well, no, it's not HD. Oh, the voice actors. The voice actors. <gasps> one voice actor. Who's the guy who didn't come back? Colbert? Stephen Colbert is yeah. not in it. They try and hide it where his character... Like when Phil Ken Seven's talking, they the running bit is that something's obscuring his voice. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, they don't even get the guy who replaced him with the, his brother who has like <laughs> who just talks like this. Like that guy was funny on the show. But uh, but you know, uh, every, all his characters are still in it. They're does, just does replaced. it have? Yeah. Is it the same kind of celebration of shitty Hanna Barbera characters? Is it, or oh, is yeah. it mostly? In, oh, really? They're in there. Oh man, with Hanna Barbera versus Capcom. Hey, <laughs> haven't done that yet. It's like Peter Potamus is in there and and all that stuff. And it <laughs> is like, and it's got a story of um, uh, I think Harvey goes to jail in it. Like that one episode of the yeah. show where they prank him and he's in jail we, for like ten years. We mentioned Harvey Birdman on Thirty Twenty Ten, did we not? Yeah, um, he's come up before. Yeah, an early Adult Swim show that essentially remakes a terrible nineteen sixties superhero <laughs> show about a Birdman makes him cast him as an attorney, but he wears a suit and the mask. Yep. Uh, has has a paralegal bird sidekick, just like in the show, mm-hmm. uh, and a bunch of other Hanna Barbera peanut like castoffs. Are all around them. Uh, Bird around Girl the cast. shows up uh, as like his, Space Ghost like Goes to Coast as a as a legal drama slash comedy. Yeah, yeah. and um, it's uh, all the cases are having to deal with uh, Hanna Barbera characters, mm-hmm. and almost always with a thing that are discussions we had about Hanna Barbera characters yeah. that mm-hmm. are like this. You know, like the it's a drug thing. Scooby Doo and, and and Shaggy are arrested for get, 
they're pulled over in a van and they're too hungry and giggling too much. <laughs> but they get they get acquitted, right? They they didn't get high. Yes, they they never actually that's like did the any drugs. One property that survived from Harvey Birdman. There's yeah. still tons of Scooby Doo entertainment out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Fred Flintstone kept getting hit on the head. The Dabadon. <laughs> the Dabadon of Sopranos parody and also Godfather parody. Uh, there's a custody battle between Race Bannon and uh, Dr. Benton Quest. <laughs> we might have to stream this, Matt. We should. Might have to do it. It's totally, it's not a great Ace Attorney game, but it's a good Ace Attorney game. Yeah, it's but a Ace, fine one. Ace Attorney is not rarely going for funny. It's mm-hmm. fun. It's a funny. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a funny. Yeah. Totally. But this is it's I'm, silly in a I'm imagining way. this is prioritizing being funny. Yeah, it's got jokes. Yeah. So I would I cannot believe I haven't checked it out. But we can do it on our YouTube channel. We've done it before. Uh and check uh, you tell us what to do. Leave a comment. 302010.net. You can find just these episodes or latertimepodcast.com if you want to see the other fine things we try to bestow to the world and make a living off this somehow. It's <laughs> almost working. Thanks to uh, the people at our patrons who support us at patreon.com slash laser time. For the low cost of five bucks, you get a bunch of bonus shows, over 100 movie commentaries, uh, video commentaries that only you can see. uh, And I guess the satisfaction of knowing you're helping create support content you like and keep it alive and on the air. Let's let's hope. Let's see how long we can do this. Original internet content based on taking other people's original content and making fun (laughs) of it. We're not owned by Disney. Not yet. Yet. Yes. Uh, And I won't sell ever. Please call. Please call Bob Iger. (laughs) Please. (laughs) I only Uh, drink one Diet Coke. I promise. (laughs) But uh, yeah, listen to Laser Time. It is a a topic-based show. A lot like this with a lot of the same people. Diana has been on a ton of stuff with us. Diana, the most fun thing you ever did, and I want to find a way to recontextualize it, Mm? was the classical music quiz classical music songs that get played in everything because they're public mm-hmm. domain but like yep. now I need you to know and you were like we should probably know the names of these let's see if you can guess what yeah yeah. learning what all those classical music songs you hear everywhere in every commercial and movie trailer yep. slowly compiling mm-hmm. a volume two. Oh, really oh yeah very happy about that that was a while ago we've been around for five years Have it, odds I'll seal Bob uh, Mackey's Retronauts plug I've Scroll through, uh, look at it. Your look at it in your podcatcher. Scroll through it. See, find a topic you like. Odds are you like an episode of Laser Time. Um, I got a thing about comedy docs with an interview with the director of Gilbert, the awesome Gilbert Ooh. Godfrey documentary up mm-hmm. there. Obviously, Christmas is a bit over. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should have some good cartoon-based stuff coming at you in the new year. So stay tuned for that. Uh, also, I'm listen- starving right now, so I'm thinking <laughs> of uh, the yeah. recent fast food quiz that you were on. Oh, yeah. so that was about fun. pop culture fast food. Oh, that's right. Uh, fictitious fast food joints. Yes. Uh, who eats at Honker Burger? Another Doug reference. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Uh, but uh, yeah, and check out that out in Talking Simpsons every Wednesday. Myself, Bob Mackey, and Henry Gilbert go through every episode of The Simpsons chronologically. It's been a lot of fun, and we're getting to the end of the sixth season, which might be the mountaintop. It's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. hilarious. Who Shot Mr. Burns should have been elongated into a fucking movie. It's fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I say that as a fan of the Simpsons movie. And, of course, Video Game Apocalypse hosted by Diana's better half, Michael Raparez. Yep. Uh, but, as always, we got to close out with uh, the deaths. Yep. A little bit of death, a little uh, bit of life. Well, you didn't have any deaths last Aww. week, and they were saving them for this week. Because uh, 1988, we lost Trevor Howard. He was 74. He is a wonderful British actor. Okay. Uh, saw a, I'll take uh, your word for it. Brief Encounter. He's in The Third Man. He's in a bunch of stuff. Um, then in 1998, a congressman, Sonny Bono, died mm. in a skiing accident. This he was hurts. only 62. I didn't 
Was he trying to catch a football on skis? Is that what happened? Yeah, it was something Whoa. stupid like that. It would have been cool. Or no, if he wait, did that it. was a Kennedy. I feel like. <laughs> of course it <laughs> but was. But it was still nothing it was bad a, ever happens to the Kennedys. It was a stupid skiing accident. That's uh. just yeah. I've never been skiing, and this is part of the reason why. It's like well. Mm. It seems like it's fun, I guess, but also like you can die just from not just just doing it. Mm-hmm. Just just hit a tree and just fucking die. Sixty two to still be out there on the slopes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, there's probably yeah. some some show on an alien planet called uh, When White People Get Bored. Just, <laughs> just footage of skiing. And... That's laser time, dude. Yeah. Uh, we uh, just recently talked about him on this show, Sonny Bruno. Yeah, it's yeah. oh, a shame. Yep, that's true. And then uh, 2008 is the one that hurts more. Uh, Miley Nurmi, mm. Vampira, '85. Vampira, who she, she played by Tim Burton's girlfriend and Ed Wood. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Plan Nine, the original Elvira, like literally, I don't yep. even, I don't know. And then know. lost that lawsuit, which I don't understand yeah, how Elvira she lost was, that. Was often criticized for ripping her off and got sued for it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, to my knowledge, that's exactly how they. Myla Nermi asked for more money. They said no, and the next day just renamed the character and cast a new actress. So mm-hmm. she was an actress. Yeah. She didn't know. She was just an she actress stepping apart. She was just cast. Only one of um, them is a canon DC character, though. Which one? Elvira. Fam- Really? Elvira was one of the uh, House of Mystery presenters. She lived in the House of Mystery. So she almost was a Sandman character as well. So it's He-Man and Space Ghost. It was a licensing thing. He-Man and Birdman are (laughs) as well. Yeah, and Star Wars is Marvel. But that is it for us, with the exception of one thing. Oh, birthday is a doodly-doo. The birthday quiz. Can you guess who was born during uh, this period of 302010? Birthday quiz. Born January 5th, 1946, Four Oscar nominations and one win. She was in the original Broadway production of Hair, but refused to get naked on stage. Oh, fuck. Uh, Diane Keaton. Nice. Holy shit, really? Three in a row, baby! Oh, those two weeks I took off really hard. Unbelievable. I didn't even know that. That was a total shot in the dark. I did know that uh, for some reason. That's That's, awesome. Now, see, that's what I found amazing. So when she was 22, she wouldn't get naked on stage. But when she was 57 and something's got to give, she got naked. Well, like screen naked. Yeah. She's not that naked. Also, I didn't realize she directed the video for Heaven is a Place on Earth that was the number what? one song a couple weeks ago. That's cool. Yeah, and Matt didn't let us get to that because you had to guess so early. God, Matt, you ruined the birthday <laughs> yeah. quiz because I didn't win. I'm sure that was the next thing she was going to say. Uh, and how about- no, I was going to mention she directed an episode of Twin Peaks. Whoa. For some reason. No one's really sure why. An old one? An old one. Yeah. Or a new one. Okay, an old one. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. We're buddies. Man, Diane Keaton, hell yeah. Me and Diane. Yeah, Diane uh. Keaton's awesome. <laughs> I uh. love the way she dresses. <laughs> yes. Those hats. There's nothing I love more than a woman in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> nice tie and a Windsor knot. It's okay. We can park here. We'll walk to the curb. Slime <laughs> <laughs> <Flying> manual. <laughs> Uh, okay, but let's let's uh, maybe do justice to Sonny Bono and close out with his only famous song, I Got You, Babe. Song with his then-wife share. We will be back next week for another episode of 302010, and I swear to God, it gets better. 